Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This week on Jordan and Jake. He understands the true value uh, in life. Uh, your faith in your family first. And if you can do that, I just think you're going to go a little further for this guy. You're going to do a little more for this coach. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Hey, Panther World. Welcome to, what is it? The week two edition, week three edition of the Jordan Jake podcast. And Jake, before we get going, I got to say thank you to our sponsors, Ortho Carolina, Jordan Jake podcast, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. Jake, how the heck are you, my friend? Jordan, I'm doing great, and I'm listening to you read these promo, read this promo, and man, you have a future. I think you could do that for commercials, you know, on television. Well, I'm focused today. Last week, if you remember, I was flustered because my kid pressers and driving. Now everybody's out of the house. It's just me and the dog. We're all good to go. So I can. I got my notes laid out, Jake. I'm a professional podcaster today, man. Well, what if the dog barks? She might, because who knows what's going to come up. I got her laying right here. Lucy's her name, our rescue dog. But uh, no, things are good, man. I, uh, I've enjoyed listening to you this week and watching you virtual training camp. Last week, we were on the, uh, the replay of the 2015 NFC Championship game. I know you've been busy, Jake, and there's lots to talk about. But before we go any further, I got to talk about Ron Rivera, one of my great friends. Um, a guy that I was honored to play under and, and work beside. Obviously, the news is out that he uh, announced he has um, a for, uh, cancer. And um, a treat, from my understanding, a treatable, you know, hopefully curable form. But obviously, just tough news for a great man and a great family in the Rivera family. Right, Jake? Yeah, Jordan, I'm going to echo that. Um, I know I did not play for him. 
Uh, but just getting to know him the last few years or more than that and just what kind of man he is and the things he's done already and what he's done in Carolina, but also in Washington, how he, he will turn that franchise around. And I just think this is a um, it, what it sounds like. It's a, it's a setback. Um, but I think with everything you read, it, it's treatable and thoughts and prayers go out to him and Stephanie and, and the family because uh, you like to see good things happen to good people. and. Um, He's such a good person and a good man. So hopefully for a speedy recovery. Well, and the thing about Ron that's just awesome and makes me so hopeful for this whole process is that guy is so dang consistent all the time, no matter what was going on in the season or where it was at in offseason drama or acquisitions or guys getting released or whatever. He's just the same guy all the time. So I know they'll take this thing on full speed. And he said he plans to work through it and, you know, hopefully it's just a blip in the radar, but I, I definitely need to reach out to him and, um, you know, just throw some love his way because uh, uh, rough news. But, you know, there's other news to talk about, Jake, and we'll and we'll uh, keep everybody updated on any news we get with Ron. But the Panthers are in training camp. You've been doing virtual training camp. The whole thing is, gosh, you don't know what you got till it's gone, right, Jake? Like, I'm so hungry for football stuff. I'm like, ooh, is there any – who who's like I'm reading Twitter more than ever because I'm like, is there a little clip I can see? Is there any news? You know, and you got you've been in on the virtual training camp stuff, which is awesome that the team's doing that. I'm gonna do one, I believe, next week. How is that? You got to actually see some football playing being played live, Jake. What what'd you see? What were your thoughts from from the actual players to the experience in general and just 2020 and all the madness surrounding everything right now? Well, it's now listen, we're looking at pre-team activity. So we're watching stretch and about a little not really say walkthroughs, then we're watching a lot of individual drills. So it's not like we have the access to the team portion. But what I'm seeing, one, you see a lot of juice. And I think that's something a new coaching staff, uh, I'm not saying they always bring it, but especially this staff. It looks like they kind of bring some energy, bring some juice. But, man, the thing that stands out to me, anytime you look at a defensive back drill or any defensive drill, stripping and punching of the ball is the focus. Uh, you see it on every drill. It's always finishing, the stripping of the ball, uh, trying to strip, trying to punch it out. And that's something, Jordan, that's a, that's a turnover. All you're trying to do is create turnovers and get sudden change. And if that's an em emphasis, that carries over. If you do it in practice consistently, that carries over into the game and it becomes a mindset. Uh, and teams play and perform that way. That's what I like. I saw uh, Coach Rule run through the bags one day and, and do a strip. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, but the thing I, that impressed me more than anything, the first day he told the guys the night before, if you have kids and your kids start school tomorrow, whether be it virtual or you can drop them off. Do I don't care if you're late. You bring them to school or you have breakfast with them that morning. That to me is the most important thing because I want to give this guy everything I have because he understands the true value uh, in life, and that's your family, uh, your faith in your family first. And if you can do that, I just think you're going to go a little further for this guy. You're going to do a little more for this coach. You're going to stay a little later to do a little more work. Uh, I just thought that was uh, that was a huge kind of shot across the bow right at the beginning. Hey, this is who this man is, and this is how we're going to be. 
but I think it's great as well. And I would love to have been able to take advantage of that when I was playing. And now obviously I can do it all I want, but urgency, right, Jake? The, the I don't know. I mean, I saw that Shaq uh, was sitting out with a tight groin, you know, taking kids to school, whatever the, no, no matter what the, the thing is that's keeping me in the building or off the field, there's got to be such a sense of urgency with everything this year, Jake. And so I, I, want, I want to talk about, like, how, how do we weigh live reps? You know, I got live reps written down here. So for the O-line, I mean, there's going to be no preseason to actually take on a full-speed bull rush, to actually pancake somebody in the ground, for running backs to get tackled, for quarterback to get hit, for – double teams to be full speed and cut blocks and all that stuff that the preseason games are when you get you Jake, you know, when we go, would go out there for the first preseason game, the first drive, I don't care if it was three plays or 15. I thought I was going to have a heart attack every single time. Cause you just, <laughs> you're not in shape, man. So the sense of urgency around this training camp, man, it's gotta be there. And, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if the, if Coach Rule says, guys, we got to do it, we got to go live reps here, tackle Christian McCaffrey, whatever we need to do to get ourselves ready. I mean, how do you see it? I'm, I'm agreeing with you on everything except tackle Christian McCaffrey. Do not touch well, him. Well, yeah, I, know, I maybe got carried away there. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I, I, I'm go back to what we said uh, the first podcast, Jordan. Coach Rule has come from college. He has to know how to get a team ready to play in week one. Um, and that's there. Listen, NFL players are going to have to adjust and say, guys, we have to do things different in practice. We've got to have live reps. Uh, we have to kind of run some more wind sprints yet. And the thing that coach rules practice, Taylor Moten said it, it seems like we can go get a two and a half hour practice done in 90 minutes. He said it's constant running and moving and, and that's great, but it doesn't take the place of live repetitions. No. So he, he's going to have to know the pulse of this team. And the good thing is we're such a young football team. Many of these kids are not far removed from college, so they've kind of been through this. Um, and, and, and veterans have to know, have to be honest with themselves. Hey, I, there's no preseason. There's no uh, first quarter this week, second quarter, uh, play into the third quarter to, to gradually get yourself ready. When this kicks off, it's for real. Okay, it kicks off and it's for real, and it's the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders at home week one, Jake. What's that yeah. game day going to be like? So you first game, even the preseason, you run out there, you know, maybe not when you're around town, but you go out there and the fans are there, and it's like we can really score a touchdown, a real touchdown, and there'll be music and there'll be all that stuff, you know. So maybe – Maybe the game, maybe there won't be heart attack inducing uh, emotions on the first drive this year, Jake, because the game day experience will be so different. So maybe it's not, maybe it'll be more practice like. Who knows? It'll be unprecedented. But listen, I'm going before that. What about your stretch and warm up routine? You always know the first preseason game. It's, I'm not saying it's a cluster, but everybody's still finding their oh. place. And where do we line <laughs> up? I mean, those are just little things I, I was like, hey, you have to do that for week one. And then the nerves, the anticipation, uh, the television viewers that are going to be watching because people are thirsting uh, for live sports, but especially the game of football. Oh, and they're going to be able to hear everything. Like, if you come out in pregame, normally there's so much noise, there's people around. All, you know, like fans that have got field access, there's all this movement 
it's going to be so quiet, you know. Hey, guys, let's line up for stretch. Everybody will be able to hear it. The other team, you know, that you all have to whisper when we call plays because well, the other team so will be able to exactly hear it. So that's exactly right. You say you're going to be in the <laughs> huddle and you're going to want to whip because if I'm listen, <laughs> seven yards, okay, so seven yards right. before usually you'll stand away from the football when the center calls the huddle. I mean, are you pushing it back to 10? Are you going to get a little bit further? Uh, or do you make the huddle? You're going to have to turn down the quarter. Yeah. Quarterback. The quarterback. To the defense. You know, I yeah. don't know. Like, like, guys, listen up. <laughs> we got hey, red, red belly on? right. On one. Yeah, on one. It's, it's on, on one. one. On what? <laughs> one. Exactly. On one. What? Well, it's on one. Oh, shh, they heard. <laughs> How about oh, my this? gosh. How about this? All right, let's say we we're 10 years ago, Jake, okay, and we're doing a podcast. Week one, the year is 2020. Week one, the Carolina Panthers play the Las Vegas Raiders at Bank of America Stadium to an empty stadium. You'd be like, yeah, right. None of that's I mean, happening. <laughs> that's a false reality right there. Las Vegas yeah, Raiders, empty stadium. Fake, what in the heck's going on, news. Jake? Exactly. That's fake that news. That's <laughs> something you saw. That is real. Or something. It's real. Oh my you God. know what else is real? Well, I got, I'm going to coach my first high school football game next Friday. Actually, next Thursday, JV. Next Friday, varsity, Jake. And our O-line for the Fruitland Grizzlies is bringing it. I'll tell you that much right now. Okay, great. One thing I want to ask. Do you have to wear a mask <laughs> on the sideline as a coach? We don't have to, but I am. Okay. I'm trying to so, do everything I can do to keep us on the field. You and I'm wearing like a buff you? thing at Will you no, go with the face shield I've, or no? You're going to mask. I've been okay. wearing like a school colors, like a okay. neck gator buff thing, you know, whatever, pulling that up. They're, doing, they're calling size? me the Unabomber though because I wear a head, I wear a hood, not like a sweatshirt, like a sun shirt, hood, sunglasses. Okay, yes. And a face. So there's not a lot of emotion they can see. I got to be real animated with my hands so they, <laughs> they can I, know. I can. Yeah, I can give you pointers on that because I cannot speak unless I'm using my hands. That's You're a handsy you well guy, know. exactly. Um, right. You know how big? You know it's tough. Go, go ahead. How big is your offensive line? I've got a right. Right. Uh, the right. Ta- there. There's one. I mean, they're not that big. There's the right tackle though. Five ten, two thirty five. Okay. Already going into a senior year. Already a two time All State player. Oh wow! This guy. This guy is a finishing machine, Jake. He is just mean and coachable and yes, sir. And the best part is I coached him when I was playing and we did camps back in my hometown. He used to come as like this chubby little guy with a football or wanting to be a quarterback, right? And and he loved football. He's like seven years old. I remember thinking to myself, I don't have the heart to tell him. He's not going to be – he's going to be an O-line. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, what about your center? Are you under under center or you're a shotgun team? Oh, uh, we're wing T, Jake. You would not like oh, it. We're wing yes, T. Yes, I would. Yeah, I ran it wing is, T in it, high school. Yeah, it's belly, it's trap, it's sweep. It's awesome. It. Our center, though, his dad was a guy that I looked up to when I was a kid because he was a stud O-lineman that went on to play at Eastern Oregon University. So it's pretty funny being back home now and having, like, kids of people that I went to school with or whatever. But uh, I bring up the football team, though, because 
well, one, I'm super into it, but two, we have to bring in high school, bring our own water. So the guys all have like a milk jug or gallon water jug that they have to use and it's all hot and nasty. I was, you know, reading online about the Panthers. They're handing out individual water bottles just to minimize contamination and watching hard knocks and all the links that everything's going to. And Jake, think about, think about like in training camp, if you had to be careful with water, we used to spray so much water on our faces, cold water and on each other and using sweat towels and sharing stuff. Like it's just the whole thing's being rewritten. And I'm, I don't know if I'm smart enough that I could pull it off, Jake. Jordan. I licked my fingers when I went to sit on the bench. <laughs> I would sit on the bench and lick my hands for no reason. I just, you have to you really have to change. I probably would have ha- had to wear gloves. There's no doubt. I would have had to wear gloves because I would have licked my hands. That's just kind of my natural reaction. But I remember one time out of all the years, there was a case of pink eye going around with the Saints. And every, tra- with, they had individual, like, oversized Ziploc bags, you know, like ice bags with your own towel in it. And it was labeled. And that's the towel you use because it was training camp in New Orleans. It's hot and you're going to sweat. But there was a case of pink eye going around and most of the team got it. So you have to have your own towel so you wouldn't spread it to the people that didn't have it. And that was somewhat somewhat of a cluster. But we did do something like that at one point in my career. Oh, that's awesome. Pink eye. You know, pink eye, they say you get it, you know, from not being very sanitary. So it doesn't surprise me that the Saints wouldn't get that, would get that. Not, not, not saying anything. Uh, matchup, <laughs> Jake, that if I was able to come to practice and it was normal, I would be watching our starting offensive tackles, Russell Okung, Taylor Moten, who I'm a fan of both of those guys. One guy's old, one guy's young, but love their body of work together. Taylor, from the first time I met him, I thought had the potential to be an outstanding player, and he's proven me correct there. And Russell was in the league when I was in the league as a young guy, young up-and-comer. But those guys versus our DNs, man, the outside linebackers, you know, Brian Burns, throw him in there. This We are young at the defensive end position and tall, and there's got to be some awesome battles there. And our defensive ends are fortunate to have two good tackles to rush against, Jake, and that's going to be critically important all the way across the O-line and the D-line. But, you know, me being a tackle, I got to speak to that. Those guys on both sides of the ball have got to work at full speed against one another to get themselves ready for live competition because you can – I mean, we're kind of circling back to that whole live thing, but that's a critical matchup, man. Our ability to affect the passer and our ability to protect the passer, Jake. And as a quarterback, I know you'd like your tackles to be ready to go when game one came around. Well, and these defensive ends should be salivating when they look inside to their right or inside to their left and they see Derek Brown and they see KK Short uh, because that they're going to cause some muddy, muddy problems up front in a pocket for a quarterback. And our DNs, we're long. I mean, I haven't seen him up close in person beside Brian Burns, but Weatherly, he's long, length, leverage, you know, fast, gross matos, same thing. When you watch him at Penn State, length, speed, quickness. So these guys, they should be loving having the two big monsters inside to really push the pocket, and uh, they can use their strength and and length and speed uh, to affect the quarterback. Jake, when I was thinking about that tackle and defensive end matchup, I was looking at the depth chart at defensive end and seeing all that youth there, and I 
you know, I was looking at Miles Adams, who's an undrafted rookie DN, kind of a bigger body guy. That how does he make the team, right? And, and Coach Rule maybe gave some hints to that in his presser yesterday with the with the uh, media when he said you got to think about guys that can play offensive and defensive side of the ball in practice squad and and value and and thinking about injuries are always a part of the preseason, but so are uh, so is COVID, right? Like there there's who knows who's going to have to do what. So Jake, how can a rookie make the team in this scenario and create value for themselves? You make the team by doing more, whatever they need you to do. You show up on special teams. I believe practice squad was expanded to 16, the number, right. which for someone like me undrafted, that would have, that, I mean, that would have been hitting the lottery. Back then, there was five on practice squad when I first came in and for the longest time. But now it's 16, and they're allowing uh, um, veterans to be on the practice squad. So uh, there's many spots. John Fox used to always say, it's hard to get a seat in this room. And it's very hard on the final cuts. Well, the room has expanded when you think about it. And due to these times, so there's a lot of opportunities, and especially for younger guys. Again, you have to go back to Matt Rule and the college aspect of it. He had to know and, 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 and watch and opportunities in practice. So practices are so important when they will have the live portion of it to get these young kids, get an opportunity, um, and they need to perform. You, you can't mess up a rep. Well, they got to hold like, – you got to hold every bag correctly. You got to – any time no, – I mean, like any time you could be – a participant in the drill, whether it's playing linebacker and walk through what, like if you're trying to make this team right now, because you're not going to get reps, Jake, you said it would have been a blessing when you were a rookie, but you wouldn't have got any snaps, man, in camp as an undrafted quarterback. You know what I mean? So uh, if I, if well, I, that's the thing. Speak, and yeah, if I, I mean, have a get... rep in one-on-one or if I am doing nine on seven or running back, uh, um, handoffs with the running backs and half so they're letting something the, yeah yeah they're letting the starting quarterbacks throw and i'm doing these handoffs i am carrying out every fake known to man i am making yeah. sure every handoff is perfect coaches that you they notice little things like that you just have to do whatever it is to give yourself a job to, uh, to give yourself an opportunity well it'll be interesting to see how it goes jake we're out of time today it's flying by man this season will be here before we know it. I'm, it's happening, right, Jake? I mean, yes, we're running I, podcasts. I it's ha- oh, I don't even care if they got to call you back to play court. I just need the Panthers to have a season, man. It's like it's just it. It's we're ready, man. We're ready. So let's let's keep our fingers crossed. Looking forward. I won't be able to be on, but I know you're. Aren't you doing the 03 game this weekend on yeah, the website? Gonna, I believe we're gonna. Yes, we're gonna do that. And uh, looking forward. I hope we to win. Last, I, hope I hope we, we win, win too. I hope, <laughs> I hope it's not nerve nerve wracking. Um, last week's was awesome, guys. We wanted 10, 15 minutes from guys. Josh Norman stayed on for an hour and fifteen minutes. The next guest would come on, and they see each other, and they start laughing, and that's the camaraderie and the chemistry. That's what made it so great. That's why we have the number one podcast in the world because of our camaraderie. And That's right. Story. Exactly. And I love you so much that I declined coming on this this week's uh, replay on 
Saturday or Friday, whatever it is, because I'm going to go up to the mountains. So I like the mountains more than you right now, Jake, but I'm going to do it while I can. That's it for today, Jake. I appreciate you, man. This has been the Jordan and Jake podcast powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. Nice job, Jake. See you next week. Have a great time in the mountains, Jordan. Oh, <laughs> my